Hello and welcome to episode 5 of My Heart Take, the podcast where I give my take on the latest news in the NBA. And today we got four stories again. So let's see them. So first on, we have when Vinyama posts rare triple-double with blocks. Spurs rookie Victor Wembanyama posts rare triple double with block shots. Victor Wembanyama becomes the first NBA player in more than three years to block ten or more shots in in a triple double. He blocked ten anyway. The Associated Press should be a picture here. Um. Toronto, AP. Victor Wembanyama has his second triple-double and his first with blocks. The San Antonio rookie blocked a shot by Toronto's Grady Dick with 6.32 left in the fourth quarter of Monday's 122-199 victory over the Raptors, giving up the NBA's first triple-double with block shots as one of the categories in more than three years. To that point, Wembenyama had 27 points, 14 rebounds, and 5 assists as well. All in just 29 minutes, he entered Monday as the NBA's leader in block shots this season. It was the first triple-double with blocks since Clip Capella had 13 points, 19 rebounds, and 10 blocks for Atlanta against Minnesota on January 22, 2021. That had also been the last time anyone in the NBA blocked 10 shots in a game. Yeah, from Stats Muse, last three players, players with a 25-10-5 10-block game, David Robinson, Hakeem, and Wembenyama, Wemby. The only players to do it in over 40 years. It's kind of crazy. I mean, Wemby can totally outbeat these guys. Honestly, in my opinion, Wemby is already at the level of D-Rob. Maybe not a key, but David Robinson, yeah. Anyway, got more, got more. It's loading. A message from Wemby. We're not going to watch that video, but, uh, that's cool. Okay. Hakeem Olajuwon had the most tri- such triple-doubles with blocks since the stats started being officially recorded in the NBA. He did it 11 times, one more than Dikembe Mutombo, and two more than Spurs Hall of Famer David Robinson. Robinson had nine st- such triple-doubles, one of them being a quadruple-double. The only other Spurs player to have a triple-double with blocks was Artis Gilmore, his lone one coming in the 1984-85 season. Wembenyama was the number one pick in last year's NBA draft. He would go to his first All-Star weekend later this weekend in Indianapolis. Sorry. Set to participate in the Rising Stars game on Friday night and the skills competition on Saturday night. The other triple-double for Wembenyama this season was January 10th against Detroit. He had 60 points, 12 rebounds, and 10 assists, but no blocks that night.
yeah, another video. And yeah. So the overview of this is Webby is just generational. Like, he had a triple-double with blocks. First time in three years. Absolutely crazy. He should have made the All-Star team, honestly. Him and Chet, he should have made it. But I get it, because there was a lot of other players that had to make the All-Star team, because other the media would get mad if they didn't. Just because it was their time. Like, Jalen Brunson, for example, Anthony. Like, they had to. If they didn't, then, like, everyone would be going crazy. So, yeah. At least I'll see him in the Rising Stars game. So, yeah. Uh, basically, the question is, since he's the box leader, can Webby win DPOIs for a season? Honestly, yeah. If he's the blocks leader, he's doing it better than Rudy. He could potentially become the the DPOY first year. That'd be insane. DPOY first year. He he could. He could. So yeah. That's my take. Okay. For before we move on to the next article, I just like to shout out to the uh Kansas City Chiefs. They won the Super Bowl. Against the 49ers. I actually kind of wanted the 49ers to win. But I guess the 49ers just gave up on defense. And they got the touchdown in OT. So yeah. Just shout out to them. Patrick Mahomes now has three. He, 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 he's going. Okay next one. Set potential tar targets on the buyout market. So I'm guessing this is free agency right? Okay. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Ten potential targets on the buyout market after the NBA trade trade deadline. NBA contenders will be keeping a close eye on the waiver wire for potential bargains. Sean Powell archive. Oh, Killian Hayes. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, they waved. They raved Killian Hayes. Such a disappointment, in my opinion. Anyway. Hold on. Okay. The trade deadline is over, and now other transactional process begins. Buyout season. When teams can enhance their rosters for this season and beyond with newly available free agents. For obvious reasons, these free agents are mainly discounts. Players who are unwanted by their current teams could but could still contribute. It is a chance for contenders, especially to grab a bargain who might make a difference in the postseason. One of the best examples is Peja Stoyakovic, the ex-Kings sharpshooter who found a new home in Dallas and helped the Mavericks win their only title in 2011. Peja was on the Mavericks? I know Pedro was on like a bunch of other teams, but I didn't know the Mavericks. That's kind of crazy. Um, hold on, there's something on my computer. Okay, there's a catch though. The labor agreement isn't so sign friendly anymore. Teams above the first tax apron can't sign players whose previous salary was more than 12.4 million, which applies to the Heat, Nuggets, Warriors, Celtics, Suns, Clippers, and Bucks. A few have already capitalized. His new on their new newfound uh freedom after a buyout from Charlotte, Kyle, Kyle Lowry is headed to Philadelphia. 
yeah, he didn't even want to play for Charlotte. He was just like, see ya, guys. I'm, I'm going to go ahead to Philly and go suffer there. And Beat's not even there. Tyrese can't carry a team. I'm sorry. Uh, also, Spencer did when he has joined the Lakers. I was about to say that, like, that, like, the Nets had a bid lost, but, like, that's not crazy. Spencer Dinwiddie is always going to be a role player. He's never going to be a star. He's just always going to be a role player. Just, like, there. March 1st is the final day a player can be waived by one team and remain eligible to play in the postseason for another. He is a group of candidates who have either been bought out or released or might soon meet one of those fates in the coming weeks. Davis Bertons, Charlotte Hornets. Much like Harris, Bertons became unplayable when he stopped hitting threes. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure they're saying Joe Harris. Yeah. That's when he was impossible to hide on the floor because he couldn't defend and lacked a mid-range game. Still, someone might take a chance if he's released. Lacked a, you can't shoot threes or middies. Who are you? Alex Len? Like, Alex Len isn't that. But Alex Len can't shoot either, can he? Like, who are you? Like, Alex Ren? Like, Cody Zeller? I'm just naming 2013 bus picks. But, like, come on. Davis, come on. Seth Curry. Shout out to Seth. He's never going to be as good as a three-point shooter that Steph is. But, like, he's pretty cool. Seth Curry, Charlotte Hornets. Much like Foyer, Evan Foyer, I know the name. Curry brings a shooter's presence, but is still well past his peak in that department. Seth Curry never had a peak. What? Come on, man. No one says that Seth, like, what prime Seth Curry? It never existed. <laughs> and he was never a so skillful ball hander. A ball handler to begin with. Charlotte may keep him. He did grow up in the city, obviously. If not, a team that can hide his def defense def defiances might find Curry useful off the bench. Maybe. I don't know. Evan Foyer. There we go. Detroit Pistons. He was a starter for the Knicks just two years ago and then swiftly flew out of favor, mainly because of his lack of defense. He has barely touched the court since. If nothing, Foyer has plenty of en energy, and maybe with a strong defensive team that needs scoring, such as the Timberwolves, Foyer can become a useful tool should he be released. Danilo Gallinari. <sighs> Danilo. He is so old. He used to be, like, the world player everyone talked about, and now he's just so old. Injuries and age have sapped the 35-year-old skills. So at this point, he is only effective in small bursts and with limited playing time still after being released by Detroit he can space the floor and would be useful for a contender craving a distant shooter Joe Harris free agent the Joe three point contest legend at one point before all the injuries he was one of the game's most dependable long range shooters but he is Played only one full season since 2021. Wasn't that like the Nets? I think so. And one-dimensional players are stuck with that dimension goes sour. Detroit raved him, and the demand for him might be mild. Killian Hayes. This dude's 
he needs to stay free. Just retire. You're not a basketball person. You could be a movie star, but you're not a basketball person. Yeah. Killian Hayes is the epitome of the kid that thinks he's stuff. Like the epitome. Like you ever play with that one kid on like the playground or like on the court, and you just he just forces you to pass in the ball just so you can chuck long range threes for no reason. That's what Killian Hayes is really. Even in the like, even in the paint, like they can't score. He he he's an ultimate chucker. The number seven pick in the twenty twenty, uh, twenty twenty draft is just twenty two, which gives him the benefit of the doubt. Can he still grow as a player? Probably not. Perhaps. Okay, fine. <laughs> he started thirty one games this season, and before releasing him, the Pistons gave the combo guard and ample chances. His poor shooting doomed him. Anyway, someone will take a chance of which Hayes will start wanting out if he doesn't ace his next test or two. Yeah. It might be over, Bo. Just go start a dealership or something. Go go, go act out for, like, an action movie or something. Go on The Bachelors or something. I don't know. Uh, Corey Joseph, free agent. Corey Joseph, that's a name I haven't heard in years. He's still a quick and clever point guard who has backup potential. That said, there isn't much of a demand right now at that position. If something opens up, if something opens up for him after being released by Golden State, however, he will get the first call. For Con Cormat, Cork Mats, I'm pretty sure I've heard this player. Free agent. I'm pretty sure I've rolled this player. I don't know. Just uh, just a few years ago, he was a valuable rotation player for the Sixers. But he's a prime example that life comes at you fast in this league. It's all about right place, right fit. And he still has value being released by Indiana. Marcus Morris, San Antonio Morris. There's probably little left in the tank of this enforcer, who just a few years ago was the star was a solid starter for the Clippers. He's a solid catch and shoot specialist, although that's part of the problem. Morris lacks an off dribble or inside game and isn't a strong rebounder. Four point five lifetime average. Well, yeah, Marcus Morris is another name like him and his brother. They 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 just they just, they're just not cut out personally. And then finally, Thad Young, or Thaddeus Young, whatever you want to call it. Thaddeus Young, free agent. Aging but gracefully, Young remains an athletic forward who brings seasoning and knows his limitations. Berkeley will reportedly release him, so he's available for those teams seeking death on the front line. There are certainly worse options than Young, a career 50% shooter. NBA Post will Sarah Kustock. You know, yep, another podcast that we're not really going to listen to. Yeah, okay, next article. Oh, wait, no, no, I didn't mean that, I didn't mean that, dang it, I forgot. Hold on, let me just go back in the article. I'm going to go back. Okay, so the overview of this is there's just a lot of old guys or guys that don't have potential in free agency. 
or like getting waived. Guys who don't have potential meeting Killian Hayes. But like they like the 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 article said that they could be useful on a team. I I don't think so, me personally. I mean the only guy I kind of think who could do something is Thad Young. But that's because he's Thad Young. Thaddeus. Thaddeus could probably like do something. All these other dudes, I have no idea. Probably not. So yeah. The real question is, will any of these guys actually get signed? I'm thinking like a two out of two out of yeah, two out of ten. Seth Curry might get signed, and then Thad Young might get signed. All these other dudes, they're either old or just trash. So, yeah. Hold on. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Uh, okay, next article. Ah. My nose is acting up. Uh, okay. Where is it? Where is it? Okay. We did already talk about these, kind of, in this, but yeah. Next article reports Lowry to join 76ers after buyout. Let it load. Reports Kyle Lowry to sign with Philadelphia 76ers after buyout. A Philadelphia native, Kyle Lowry, is set to return to his hometown following his contract buyout with Charlotte from NBA.com News Services. Kyle with the Heat. For an all-star guard, Kyle Lowry brings veteran experience to Philadelphia's backcourt. Yeah, he could definitely mentor like Tyrese, kind of. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Verbal All-Star Kyle Lowry is returning to his hometown, agreeing to sign with the Philadelphia 76ers as a free agent following his contract buyout with the Char- with Charlotte per multiple reports. Lowry, who played his high school basketball at Cardinal Daugherty and college ball at Villanova, has longed to return to Philadelphia to join the Sixers at 37 years old. Lowry gets the chance for the rest of this season. Oh, okay. For the rest of this season with his old coach, Nick Nurse. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, sorry. Lowry had been averaging 8.2 points and 4.0 assists in 28 minutes per game with Miami through January 23rd. When he traded him for Charlotte, to Charlotte for 20 years year, along with the first-round pick. Born and raised in Philadelphia, Lowry att- attended Villanova before entering the NBA in 2006 as the 26th overall pick to Memphis. Lowry would uh, subsequently play for Houston and Toronto, making six R-Star appearances with the Raptors that he spent two-plus seasons in Miami before he was dealt to Charlotte. Signed to the Sixers. Yeah. Okay. Lowry had started each of his 
first 35 appearances with the Heat this season that was taken out of the starting five mid-January, and it didn't take long for speculation to begin that his time was with Miami was running short. He averaged 8.2 points and 4 assists per game for the Heat this season, turns 38 in March, and is on a 29.7 million expiring contract. Oh my god, why are you guys paying him that much? That's why I hate the NBA with there's contracts. Like they're paying old players that average 8.2 points, 29 million. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> he struggled in his final five games with Miami, shooting five for 30 and only averaging two points at 3.66. Why are you paying him 29 million then? Like, oh my gosh, you could sign heck, you could sign a you could get like, honestly, if he was in free agency, twenty nine million. That's a Bradley. Well, no, he's making like thirty. Uh, heck, you could get like Miles Bridges or like Brandon Miller, like those Charlotte players. They're probably worth twenty nine million, and Miles Bridges doing exceptional. The Seventy Sixers mark Laurie's fifth team in seventeen NBA se seasons. I forgot he was so old when he got drafted. He's averaging 14.4 points and 6.2 assists over that span. Information for the Associated Press was used in this report. Okay. All right, overview of this. Kyle Lowry's old, kind of trash, and he's just begging to go anywhere. And now he's going to his hometown, Philadelphia. The real question is, will Philadelphia even keep them? Will Philadelphia even, you know, consider Honestly, probably. Like, look, like I said, he could mentor Tyrese. Look, Tyrese is good, but if he could get, like, the... Because, like, let's be honest, Tyrese isn't a crazy passer. So, if he could get, like, the passing skills of Kyle... Because Kyle's an exceptional passer, in my opinion. But, yeah. Passing skills of Kyle, like, he can make... I know he's already an all-star, but he can be potential multiple all-star. So, yeah. They'll probably, Philadelphia will probably keep them just because of that. So, yeah. Final article. Oh, yeah. Reports. Did Woody set to side with the Lakers? Man. What is that picture? Come on. Load. I'm sorry. We'll say I'm using a different computer. Because my computer kind of crapped out. I don't know what happened. But yeah. So. Report. Spencer did what he intends to sign with the Lakers. The point guard will become a free agent once he clear, clears waivers after being traded from the Nets to the Raptors. Brian Mahoney, Associated Press. Look at him. Oh, my gosh. This is how you know you're in that point of your career where it's like, ugh, I'm, I'm just old. When you have that beard and that just, like, huge afro, you're just like, ugh. Yeah. And Spencer isn't even old. He's not even old. It's just like, you know how, like, Richard, when Richard Jefferson was on the Jazz? That's what I'm thinking. Like, that was, like, one of the worst points in his career. I would say this is one of them with this, like, haircut because he had, like, the stubble and everything. Anyway. 
Spencer did what he plans to sign with his hometown Los Angeles Lakers. Everyone's just going to their hometown, aren't they? They just want to see their family again. A person with knowledge of the details told the Associated Press on Saturday, the point card was traded by the Brooklyn Nets to Toronto on Thursday, then was waived. He will become a free agent and is eligible to sign a new contract once he clears waivers. He made up his mind before that the person told the Associated Press the Associated Press, the person spoke to the AP on condition of anima, an, anima, animity, I'm, I'm guessing, I'm sorry, because no contract can be signed yet. yet. Dinwiddie's plans were first reported by The Athletic. Dinwiddie's impact. Dinwiddie started 48 games this season for the Nets, averaging 12.6 points and 6.0 assists. He had returned for a second stint in Brooklyn just before last year's trade deadline, coming from Dallas as a part of the Kyrie Irv- package for Kyrie Irving. The Mavericks were also believed to be interested in a reunion with Dinwiddie, who attended their game against the Knicks in New York on Saturday night. L.A. ties, but the 30-year-old, oh, oh, never mind, he is old. He's 30, honestly. That's old for the NBA. <laughs> But the 30-year-old Dinwiddie instead is heading to the city where he was born and graduated from William Howard Taft High School. The Lakers weren't able to upgrade their roster with any trades before Thursday's deadline, but will score quickly in the buyout market. He figures to back up D'Angelo Russell, a former teammate in Brooklyn, who scored 30 plates points Friday in a 139-122 victory over New Orleans with Dinwiddie in attendance sitting next next to Lakers general manager Rob Palinka. Okay. So overview of this, Dinwiddie's leaving the Nets. Well, he already left the Nets because he got traded to the Raptors. He's leaving the Raptors to go to his hometown, Los Angeles. We're seeing a trend here. Kyle Lowry wants to go to his hometown, Spencer Dinwiddie. Like, everyone's just wanting to see their families. I said that. Yeah. The real question is, will he be, like, useful to the Lakers? Because the Lakers were always, like, wanted to trade uh, D'Angelo anyway, but he dropped 30. He, he's proved that he could stay. So, yeah. I think that he will stay because he's a good backup point guard, in my opinion, and he can back up D'Angelo, like they said. So, yeah, that's my take. And... And that's the episode. Thank you for tuning in to my hot take. Goodbye.